why can't the church just get it right? It, it has nothing to do with liberal or conservative. It has everything to do with right and wrong, godly and ungodly, holy and unholy. Pretty simple. He said, go sin no more. I want to talk about the things that matter. Let's discuss how we can change the church to be a better church. Straight Up with Dwayne Guyton. You know, I was lying in bed one night, and my beautiful, beautiful wife was turning over to get some sleep, and I usually stay up a while. I'm just that kind of guy. I'm a night owl, and I'm an early riser. Yep, I'm one of those. But I'm either playing a game on my phone or watching a video on my phone or watching a movie or reading, and I, I just don't sleep that well. Then out of nowhere, something hit me. A scripture came to my mind. For the first time in my life, I got it. I finally, finally understood exactly what it meant. You know, how many times do we get in a bind? And usually because of our bad choices, and then we turn to God, Lord, please give me strength to make it through these trials. And it's then that we go to the scripture for guidance, and we all remember this verse, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We even have pretty poetry hanging on our walls where we've gone through troubles and trials, and at the hardest point in our life, we turn back to see our footsteps and we see two sets of prints in the sand, except through the tough times. Then we see only one where they say Jesus was carrying us through our trials. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's so precious. It makes for a pretty poem and some great songs. But let's be honest, it's not completely scriptural, is it? Let me make myself clear. I will do that, I promise. Let's take a look at the Israelites as an example. We look at the Exodus as one of the toughest trials God's people have ever gone through. It was their walk of freedom, but it took entirely way too long because they kept getting distracted by their own selfish wants and desires. But you've heard how God carried them through the desert to the promised land. Well, God didn't carry them. No, you've never heard how God carried them. He guided them. That is, when they would listen, he led them as long as they would follow. But he never once carried them. Too many times we expect God to carry us through our difficult times. While the whole time, it's those instances, those circumstances, those trials that we grow in Christ. You've heard it said, no pain, no gain. What would happen to your child if you carried them Everywhere you went. At what point would you realize that if they don't walk on their own, they're going to end up crippled? You know, I heard a preacher once say something that stuck with me for a really long time. He said, you will never know you have faith until you're in a good fight. Isaiah 40 verses 30 and 31 says, even the young men shall, uh, the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Our strength comes from several things. One is just plain and simple faith. Knowing that God is who he is, does what he says he will do. One is waiting on him, taking time to listen to his voice for the next move. You ask me, Brother Dwayne, what does this have to do 
with the main scripture, Nehemiah 8 and 10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. All right, let's get down to the meat of what's going on. How self-centered are we? Don't we always make it about us? I'm guilty. God, help me, Lord, just get me through this. God, what can you do for me? We begin prayers, Lord, give me. We even stand in the pulpit and we use the term, come expecting a blessing. We choose our churches over how we like the preaching, how we like the music, how we like the people. Granddaddy founded the church, so bless God, I'm going there. It's all about us. When what we need to be doing is making it about Him. What we need to say is, God, what can I do for you in this trial? How can I make this tribulation that I'm going through about giving you glory? Let's look at this verse. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Like I said, I wasn't concentrating on hearing a major word from God. I was getting ready for bed, but God hit me with this, and I love it. The reason I love it is because now I get it. The joy of the Lord is my strength, not my joy. Think about that. God's joy is my strength. You know, we read this, and in our flawed human hearts, we've always interpreted it as our joy. God's happiness is my strength. Let's change that word. Let's change it to happy. I started thinking about this, and the more I thought it, the more I got it. If I'm doing for God what I'm supposed to be doing, God is happy with me. It's like a father who is proud of his child for doing a great job. By pleasing God, I make him happy. And he builds my strength to get through those tough times because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am where I'm supposed to be. I am doing what it is I'm supposed to be doing, making my father proud, pleased, and joyful makes me want to work harder to make it through. I finally got it. My strength comes from pleasing God. Don't you love that should excite everybody. We need to understand that God doesn't want to carry us anywhere. He wants us to walk on our own two feet so we can become stronger. And in our walking on our own two feet, He is pleased with us, making us stronger, strengthening us. He will guide us. He will lead us. We just have to be open to hearing His voice. We've got to keep our eyes open to see that pillar of fire by night. He will make the path clear. He will split the sea in two so that we can walk on dry ground. But we've got to walk. God intends for us to walk on our own two feet. You know, when I send out an email, I've got a scripture at the bottom in my signature line of one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. Isaiah 12 and 2. Surely... God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Guys, God is my salvation. God is my strength. I'm glad that I now know if I please my heavenly father, all I'm doing is making myself stronger. I'm making him happy. And in today's Godless, unholy society. Strength is a much-needed commodity. Knowing that my God is happy with me makes me happy. Let's live our lives for Christ, and in that, 
become true disciples and be a light to others. I believe that would bring joy to our Heavenly Father. And in that joy, we become strong. Y'all take care. Straight Up with Dwayne Guyton.